Kirlie. And I'm Yohani. This is our time at How to Your Friends. Podcast ini lahir dari konten pertemanan kami yang lumayan menarik, tidaknya untuk kami. Berteman dekat, kami sering curcol satu dengan yang lain. Seiring berjalannya waktu, kami sadar ternyata mengeluh nggak selalu terdengar ataupun berakibat negatif. Obrolan kami nggak berlimpah motivasi. We're just two girls depending on each other in a helpful, healthier way. So we have healthier fans, gain more fans. Hello everyone, welcome back to Healthier Vans where we try to understand what it is and how to do that. Also, it's where we vent, obviously, but the healthier version of it, hopefully. I am Yohani and it's just me today, I'm sorry for that, because our dear friend Fearly is taking a break. But hopefully, finger crossed, she'll join us again on the next episode. On this episode, we are going to talk about other ways to vent your emotions. Rather than, you know, venting to others, venting to your friend, venting to your best friend. Kenapa sih penting buat kita untuk mengetahui dan melakukan cara-cara venting lain selain curcol ke temen? Karena ada dua, ada dua alasan. Pertama, if your friend turns out not to be a healthy listener. Of course, it will be better if you don't actually, you know, vent to a toxic listener. at all but second one is even if your friend is or could be a healthy listener ada saat-saat atau ada masa-masa dimana it's better if you don't talk or if you don't you know memberikan atau mengalirkan energi uh, emosi itu entah energi kemarahan kekecewaan kesedihan ke orang-orang terdekatmu karena gini sih it's uh, actually it's kind of based on my experience these days so this past two or three weeks I have been going through something dan uh, for most parts I have been venting to my friends to two of my closest friends and I have to say that they actually gave healthy responses like for most parts But at some points of the problem, I think it would be better for me to find my feelings out yang dengan cara yang bukan curcol ke mereka. Nggak selalu ketika kita berbicara dengan orang-orang tertentu, walaupun itu orang-orang yang sangat dekat, kita akan bisa lebih baik dengan lebih baik memproses uh, apa apa yang sudah terjadi maupun emosi kita, reaksi kita maupun juga. Ket- Uh, untuk melihat kembali meninjau ulang uh, misalnya terjadi sebuah percakapan uh, dan bagaimana kita bereaksi atau bagaimana orang tersebut bereaksi kepada kita menurutku nggak selalu cerita kepada orang itu akan membantu kita untuk memproses semua hal tersebut dengan lebih baik sometimes we need time alone with just us and our thoughts to you know untuk memproses itu semua Tapi kan bisa bikin frustasi tuh kalau nggak keluar. So, according to lifehack.org, there are six ways to vent your frustration. The first thing is to cry. Yes, to cry. I think that's pretty basic, but on the other hand, I know that there are some people who don't cry or, you know, who refuse to cry. And that's still right, you know. If it doesn't work on you, then don't. 
but yeah if you haven't ever tried maybe you want to give it a try of course if it doesn't work don't i always say this to my friends especially um there are there are so many things that you can find on google how to do things to feel a or to feel b but you know if it doesn't work on you don't force yourself so yeah the first is to cry but it's if it's not your thing don't there are other things that you still can do but yeah uh, nangis itu emang bisa bikin uh, merasa lega so yeah for some people again number two is to punch something <laughs> of course is to punch something safe okay you don't punch glass for example or punch people don't do that don't punch animal too please don't punch something safe you know punch a pillow punch something safe that won't hurt you or others okay um number three is to write yeah um you can write like on your notes okay nulis gitu actually nulis tapi juga bisa ngetik um yeah anything that works on you for you nulis nih gak selalu harus nulis tentang kejadian yang lagi bikin emosi kayak nggak harus nulis tipe-tipe yang gini loh jadi hari ini si si a nginiin aku that that it's it doesn't have to be like that but if 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 that's the way that works for you you know what do it go for it but jadi misalnya aku punya masalah uh, banyak tugas selama kuliah tugasnya numpuk i don't have to write something like jadi aku lagi banyak banget tugas uh, i i really hate it i'm really frustrated blah blah I don't have to do that. I can do that and it's fine to do that. But I don't have to. Like, um, So you don't have to always write just for yourself. You can write for others if that helps you to vent your feelings out better. So yeah, you can try that. Number four is to exercise. Sweat it out. <laughs> yeah, um, work out. You know, push up jogging um, ngapain lagi jadi basically lakukan aktivitas fisik olahraga yang cukup melelahkan yang cukup banyak menguras energi secara fisik that helps number five talk because we are talking about not to talk with someone you can try to talk to yourself yes talk to yourself you can try to talk You know, you can make audio journal. Uh, basically, ambil HP, nyalain recorder, ngomong, cerita, nangis, marah, kesel. You just vent it all out. Um, you can also try video journal. It means the same thing, basically the same thing. Tapi instead of recorder, you open video. Yes, so. Or you don't even have to record that. You can try to talk your, to yourself when you're, you know, alone in your room. Mungkin depan kaca, mungkin enggak. Just find something that works for you. Number six, create art. Yes. 
You can draw, you can play the piano, you can play the guitar. Uh, you can do many artsy things, you know, to vent out your feelings in an artsy way. Hey, that's cool. Kalau aku sendiri, I usually do audio journal or exercising. I found those two work wonder for me. Like I said earlier, find whatever works for you and do it. Like sometimes we actually find something that works on us, but we don't do it. So, you know, it doesn't do anything because we don't do it. So, yeah, do that. I think it's one of the things that we do in the name of self-love. Yes, self-love. But what does it mean? What does self-love actually mean? We've heard it everywhere. Not everywhere, but, you know, from many people on so many platforms, they've, they've been saying, love yourself, take care of yourself, but what does it actually mean? Well, according to BBRfoundation.org, our Brain and Behavior Research Foundation, Self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Self-love means not settling for less than you deserve. Jadi, self-love itu berarti mengapresiasi diri sendiri, dan berarti memperhatikan dan mendukung pertumbuhan diri sendiri secara fisik, secara psikologis, dan secara spiritual. Self-love juga berarti menghargai diri sendiri dan mengurus diri sendiri dengan tidak mengorbankan kepentingan diri sendiri untuk menyenangkan orang lain. Jadi mengorbankan Kepentingan diri sendiri tuh maksudnya bukan penting-pentingin diri sendiri, tapi misalnya mengorbankan kesehatan, kesehatan fisik atau kesehatan mental demi cuma demi nyenengin orang lain. However, self love itu bisa beda-beda bentuknya, caranya, kelihatannya untuk setiap orang karena kita beda-beda dan cara kita untuk mengurus diri kita sendiri itu juga beda-beda. So we have to figure out what self-love looks like for us as an individual. And it's a very important part of our mental health. Like I said earlier, again, find whatever works for you. Dengan memahami itu juga, itu berarti kita nggak bisa dan nggak boleh menghakimi orang lain kalau cara self-love mereka itu berbeda dengan cara self-love kita. Because you know what? You are not them. We are not them. We can't judge them. We don't know. What happened in their life, we are not them, again. And what sometimes, uh, aku sendiri mengakui bahwa sometimes it is so easy to judge people. Especially if they are different, or especially if we feel like we're better than them. But there is one thing that I usually do. I usually try my best to put myself in their shoes. I mean, I will never actually really truly understand what they are going through but i can try and by trying sometimes it helps me to you know refrain from judging okay jadi apa aja bentuk-bentuk self-love well for starters it can mean talking to and about yourself with love jadi nggak bad mouthing yourself gitu loh sometimes people do this 
Uh, well, sometimes I do this too, yeah. Second, prioritizing yourself. If you don't prioritize yourself, who would? Number three, giving yourself a break from self-judgment. Let's be honest, sometimes I'm my own biggest critic. So, yeah, give yourself a break. Come on. The fourth is trusting yourself. Seriously, it's, it's something. Sometimes we don't trust ourselves. It's like, aku mau bersih-bersih kamar setiap hari. Then, you don't trust yourself. So, it's like, yeah, probably I'm not going to do that actually every day. Yeah, we end up doing it every week instead. So, no, trust yourself. <clears throat> Number five is being true to yourself. Hmm. Number six, being nice to yourself. Certainly, being nice to yourself sometimes is harder than being nice to people. Because you know what? We know things that we don't like about ourselves. And sometimes when we are disappointed with ourselves, it's so hard to be nice to ourselves. So yeah. Number seven, setting healthy boundaries. It's really important. Set healthy boundaries if you feel if you think if you see something or someone is being unhealthy it influences you your daily life your mental health or even your physical health set healthy boundaries and the last one is forgiving yourself when you aren't being true or nice to yourself because you know what it's hard and it's fine that you can do that all the time so forgive yourself For many people, self-love is another way to say self-care. To practice self-care, we often need to go back to the basics. And what do we have to do? We have to listen to our bodies. Kalau capek, istirahat. Kalau ngantuk, tidur. Kalau emang jamnya tidur. Nggak bilang kalau lagi jamnya kuliah, jamnya kerja, terus ngantuk disuruh tidur. Nggak gitu juga. But take breaks, people. Take breaks from work. Move, stretch. Do that. Put the phone down when you don't actually do need it for work, for college, for school. Put it down. Connect to yourself or others or do something creative. And finally, eating healthily. But sometimes, you know what? It's fine to indulge in your favorite foods. Self-love juga berarti menerima diri sendiri as you are in this very moment for everything you are. Self-love berarti menerima emosi, menerima pemikiran, menerima kondisi fisik, emosi, dan mental as what they are. And putting them, putting your physical, emotional, and mental well-being first. There are ways to practice self-love and it includes becoming mindful. Know what you think, feel, and want. The second is taking actions based on need rather than want. Ketika kita mau melakukan sesuatu, ketika kita mau memutuskan sesuatu, maka pertanyaan adalah apakah ini dibutuhkan? Dan bukannya apakah saya ingin ini atau apa yang saya inginkan dalam perkara ini? No, but what do we need about this? Do we need this? Etc. Etc. The third one is practice it. You know, good self-care nggak tiba-tiba langsung jadi habit gitu. Nggak. We have to practice it. 
So practice it. I'm talking to myself here. Yes. And the last one is making room for healthy habits. Start truly caring for yourself by mirroring that in what you eat, how you exercise, and what you spend time doing. Do stuff not to get it done or because you have to, but because you care about you. Jadi jangan kepaksa, jangan karena harus, tapi because we care about ourselves. Finally, to practice self-love, start being kind, patient, gentle, and compassionate to yourself the way you would be with someone else that you care about. Dang, that's hard. And to wrap up this episode, I think there is one important thing, you know, in loving yourself. It's live intentionally, live with intention, live with purpose. It, it doesn't even have to be crystal clear for you. But living with intention helps you to decide to live your life. It's like no iseng-iseng club. Because you know what? There is a purpose. If you have intention in your life, you will make decisions that support this intention and you'll feel good about yourself when you succeed in this repose. So, live intentionally, people. Again, I'm talking to myself. Yeah, too. I need to do that, too. I'm trying my best. So, you know what? Let's keep trying together. So, yeah, that's a wrap-up, you know? So, from this episode, we learned that we don't have to vent to vent, if that makes sense. And we learned about self-love and how we do that. I'm sorry this is such a shorter episode than usual. And I'm sorry that it's just me, myself, and I talking here. If you're bored, I won't blame you. But yeah, please stay. <laughs> and please Look forward to our next episode, which hopefully there will be fairly in it. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening to Healthier Fans. See you all next time. You can send us suggestions or stories about your experience in Healthier Fans by sending us email to healthierfans at gmail.com. Ejaan healthier fansnya sama seperti di judul. Bloopers. Hello everyone. <laughs> I can't. It's also weird. <laughs>